Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. What are they made of? Cured edible green leaves, food-grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical-grade nicotine. No tobacco leaf or stem. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco and want to join the Black Buffalo herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online and they ship directly to most states. Or check out their store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. The Volume. What is going on, everybody? John Middlecoff, three and out podcast, mid-afternoon, Thursday, already back, volume party, late night, hanging out with Eddie O, bumped into Akon, met Bill Simmons, bullshitted with Peter Schrager, uh, just name dropping here, my guys James and Michael Holst that run this podcast, we had a few too many, we had a few too many, I- I'm a little, I'm a little dusty today, little foggy upstairs, but like any true pro, uh, got up early, hopped in a cold shower, slammed a Dunkin' Donuts bagel sandwich. Then I got in and out when I landed. Uh, so I am I am full. I am locked and loaded. Got a cold bottle of water and ready to uh, talk some football and obviously the Super Bowl. And we will dive just deep into some of my thoughts, not just on the Super Bowl, but some of the potential headlines, obviously going into the Super Bowl, that, but that could play out when the Super Bowl is done, depending on who wins the game. A uh, couple other things that are going around the NFL that I wrote down that we'll just we'll kind of fly around, hit some really quick. And then, of course, the Middlecoff mailbag, at John Middlecoff is the Instagram. At John Middlecoff is the Instagram. Fire in those DMs. Get your question answered here on the show. Stucky will be on the weekend podcast. Uh, I, I need you, if you listen through Colin's feed, subscribe to this podcast, especially if you like golf, because we're doing the Go Low podcast every week. Jason Sobel's coming on there talking some bets. I got a I, I got a lot of bets uh, spread around this weekend on the waste management, and uh, and yeah, so the the podcast subscribe fire in those DMs, and let's talk a little Super Bowl. But before we talk Super Bowl, I had a I had a chance. And listen, football guys gravitate toward each other. Winners like other winners. So me and Ed Ogeron uh, talked for a long time yesterday. It was, it was really cool. Uh, you know, I've, and I, you know, I've, I've probably been critical of him, but he had one of the greatest seasons of all time, and no one can ever take that away from him. And he obviously had the opportunity to coach Joe freaking Burrow. And the crazy thing is when you're talking to Ed, you start talking about his career, is he got his start in college football with Jimmy Johnson and the Miami Hurricanes in the peak of their powers. His first year as a graduate assistant, he was telling me the story about how he was a part of special teams and helping out, and that's kind of how he got a foot in the door. It was the Catholics' first convicts game 
which is probably still to this day one of the most highly anticipated college football games ever. Notre Dame, Miami. And then obviously being a part of the USC teams with Pete Carroll. He went to Ole Miss, Coach Patrick Willis. I mean, we all you know, know his resume, but it's crazy the impact one individual can have on us in any given profession. I mean, you're, you're listening to me right now because of Colin Coward. Without Colin Coward, this doesn't exist. It just doesn't. I don't have a big national platform. So without him, like I, I owe a lot of my career and definitely just this podcast to him. It was his idea to start po- you know, other podcasts. And it, it wasn't mine. I, I didn't bring this to him. He reached out to me years ago. And I, I am forever indebted and grateful to him. Changed my life. And we all have people professionally, and I've had other people, obviously, you know, Andy Reid, Pat Hill, people that changed my, the course of my life. You can only do so much by yourself. And listen, I, I'm kind of a solo operator, but you you need help at different turns in life. And, and sometimes you just got to get lucky, right? When pe- everyone, everyone asks, like, how'd you meet Colin Coward? Twitter. And I hate Twitter. I detest Twitter. But without it, the relationship probably doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. I think it's fair to say. So it does. Ha- it did have one benefit for me, uh, meeting him. And just like once upon a time, and I said this earlier this year, is how bad of a mistake Urban Meyer met, uh, made going with Dwayne Haskins. And someone that was part of the program emailed me saying that, you know, it's easy to say now, but I was there at all the spring practices and Dwayne not only outplayed him, it was the right move at the time. And obviously, Dwayne went to have a you know the best single season. I mean, maybe C.J. Stroud shattered some of the records, but uh, in Ohio State history, and those are going to keep getting broken with the way the game's going. But Dwayne had an excellent season, and Joe Burrow transferred, went to LSU, and the rest is history. And the way Ed Ogeron talked about this guy, I, I say it all the time, and, and it speaks to football. I think it speaks to any sport, any team sport. But definitely, baseball is really more of an individual sport played with nine guys. Well, I do think basketball is much closer, even though the analytical movement in basketball is still much closer to football, where heart, leadership, uh, intangible shit really matters. I see it. I have a front row seat with the Golden State Warriors. Their best player, really in franchise history, but the best player on the Golden State Warriors is their highest level guy, best leader, and it sets the tone for the entire franchise. That's why they've become a behemoth, right? Steph Curry. You can coach him up. He sets the tone for every other player. Tom Brady did that forever in New England. Joe Burrow, the way at Ogeron, because I asked him, I said, you know, you had this great season. You're rattling off all these wins. Dave Wanstead, who also worked with him in Miami, told Coward a while back that one thing Jimmy Johnson was great at was creating conflict when when there wasn't any there, just to keep everyone on their toes. Because it's easy. It's actually much, I've always believed this, it's much easier to respond to adversity. You know, if you're in a professional setting, I remember when I worked in football, would someone get mad at you? When I worked in radio, like when a, when a rating book would come out and you got beat, it was always easy to get motivated when you were, a, back was against the wall, right? When you had to do something, right? But when things are going really well, when you're on top professionally, when life's going well personally, it's, it's just easy to get a little content. And Belichick is a master of this, right? Always pushing people's buttons. And I said, well, did you ever have to do that to keep everyone on their toes and keep people locked in? He said, no, Joe Burrow did that. 
And there are just certain players that are just the total package immediately from day one. Like, just I love Justin Herbert, but like clearly his personality, he's had to grow in to become more assertive. And that's only going to get stronger the better he keeps playing and the more success he has, he's just going to have, right? Talking to the, my Chiefs guys, like Patrick kind of just had it from just the jump. And Patrick, a little different than Burrow, right? His dad wasn't a coach, but his dad was a pro baseball player. So he had seen the highest level of just people in their individual industry. And he's raised around that. So you have, and I, I've always said this about Steph and Clay, I think one advantage they have, because it can work against you, but it can also work for you. When you get to see pro athletes and the way they work, the way they're wired, the way your dad carries yourself in that setting, it can work out very, very well for you. Peyton Manning. And also, I think when your dad is a coach, earlier this year, Jalen Hurts, there was a play where J- uh, Sirianni screamed at Jalen Hurts. And of course, just the nature of the way we talk about sports is like, that's the first question he gets. You know, what was it like? D- did you get mad that your coach was yelling at you? And Jalen kind of smiled. He's like, no, bro. My, my dad was a coach. I've been getting yelled at my whole life. I, I'm used to that. I respond well to that. Sirianni said the same thing. Like he knows, he told me to coach him. These guys used to getting coached. And Joe Burrow, like when you're around that environment, why do you think he handled the adversity of having to transfer? And, you know, coming off a pretty shitty, uh, shitty might be strong, but he, he wasn't that, he wasn't some big time NFL draft prospect after his first year in LSU. Just kept working, kept swinging his pick. But to me, the intangible stuff, that Brady's always had, that clearly Joe Burrow has, you kind of have that uh, young. You know, that, to me, that gets developed in a young man like when you're growing up. Now, you can improve on that as you age. I know, just speaking from my own experience, I feel I'm much more mature. I'm much, I'm just a much better human now at 37 years old than I was at 25 years old, than I was at 31 years old. But there are things that like, I don't have that, you know, and I've been a lot of people listening. We just don't have that comes naturally to us like it does a guy like Joe Burrow. Everyone in the room's looking at him. I'll never forget Carson Palmer telling me the thing he misses most about being an NFL quarterback is that every single day when he walked in the facility, know that every single human was counting on him. <laughs> Think about that. Think about the pressure. I mean, I feel pressure like, am I going to do a good show today? Am I keeping the numbers up? Are, are we doing well? You know, every single person in the facility is counting on you. And that doesn't even count all the fans who basically re- rely on you. And Joe Burrow has just, this has kind of been the couple year stretch of Joe Burrow. Because after the LSU season, which changed Eddie O's life, you can say whatever you want about him. The last couple years didn't went well. He is the head coach of the greatest team in LSU history. And other coaches have won a national championship. And guess what? LSU will win another national championship sometime. Saban won one. Les Miles won one. Those teams do not hold a candle to the squad that Edo rolled out. The joy in his eyes when he talked about certain plays going into Bryant-Denny Stadium and beating Nick Saban in 19. And trust me, he never beat Nick Saban again. And Nick's, no one would say that he's a better coach than Nick Saban. But him and Joe Burrow went in there and beat the shit out of him. Now, the final score was closer, but I remember sitting at my buddy Brian Hawkins' house, having some beers, watching them destroy Alabama. And the way, the reverence in which he talks about Burrow 
And the impact he has on people that he's around, on the coaches that he's around, parallel everything that we've read that Zach Taylor says, that all the Bengal guys say. And it's cool when the hype doesn't even live up to the reality. Like, the, the I always say this about Tiger Woods. He's underrated. The hype on Tom Brady doesn't live up to anytime you meet someone that's been around Tom Brady and the way they describe him. Anytime you get to meet, like, I, I played golf with Shane Vereen uh, in the fall, and I'm just, I'm just peppering him with questions about the Patriots. And everything I think, his answers are always sweeter. And it's cool when these people get so built up, and it's like, actually, they're even better than you think. And listen, I do not, we'll dive into the Super Bowl here in a second. I do not think the Bengals are going to win. But I think Joe Burrow is one of the greatest additions to just have in our, if you like sports, uh, in a long time. And talking to Ed about him, Ed, Ed was really cool. I was, uh, it, it was it was cool to bullshit with him. It, it, it really was. And talk about that team and just, just the excitement he gets. And it shows you. Now, he's, he's rich. You know, they paid him a lot to go away. But you, you can never take that away from you. And uh, I, I remember Pat Hill had a saying, you never apologize for winning. And you, you just never do. And, and once, you, once you have a season like that as a coach, it, it changes your life. And, and ultimately, I think he'd be the first to tell you, J- Joe Burrow changed the LSU's lives. You know, him choosing to go there and improving and then, you know, that team around him with Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, Clyde. I mean, what what a squad. Uh, Pretty cool. FanDuel Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56. To celebrate, new customers can bet five bucks and win 280 in cash on either team to win. But you got to use the promo code Colin when registering. That's right. You'll get winnings in cold hard cash because we know cash is always better than free bets. You'll love FanDuel Sportsbook. Also, by the way, FanDuel Sportsbook now live in Louisiana. Tons of Super Bowl props. Same game parlays are great. Combine small bets for bigger wins. Again, don't miss your chance. Five bucks into 280 in cash. Download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. Promo code Colin. C-O-L-I-N. 21 plus and present in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia, or West Virginia. Refund issued as non-withdrawable site credit that expires in seven days. Max refund, 10 bucks. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook. FanDuel.com. Same game parlay available for multiple sports in all states on mobile slash web. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Visit FanDuel.com slash RG in Colorado, Jersey, and Virginia. Or call 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. Tennessee red line is 1-800-889-9789. Or go to 1-800-GAMBLER.net in West Virginia. Or call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about an American-made success story in Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. Black Buffalo's nicotine pouches are not owned by Big Tobacco. They're an independent company proudly built right here in the USA for 21 and over adult consumers. Black Buffalo was built by dippers with decades of smokeless tobacco use. They believed the market wanted tobacco alternative nicotine products that offered the best of both worlds. Bold flavor, full pouches. What are they made of? It's pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves, food grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical grade nicotine. Most importantly, there's no tobacco leaf 
or STEM. All proudly made right here in the USA. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco, and want to join the Black Buffalo Herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online, and they ship directly to most states. Or check out the store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Sometimes it's a struggle between buying what you want over buying what you need. But with the Wells Fargo Active Cash credit card, you can do both. You earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you can earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. Earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like those new golf clubs you've been eyeing, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a divot repair tool for after you've torn up your lawn. Let's try that again. Earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like workout equipment for your home, and then earn 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller to soothe your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the active cash credit card. It's ready when you are. With unlimited 2% cash rewards, the Wells Fargo active cash credit card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Vredestein Tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you, or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Vredestein test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Okay, let's dive into the Super Bowl. I like the Rams, and I like the Rams big. Uh, I I think the Rams could destroy them. And that doesn't take away anything I just said about Joe Burrow. Marino went to a Super Bowl, got his ass kicked. Elway went to Super Bowls, got his ass kicked. You can single-handedly, if you're an all-time great Hall of Fame quarterback, take a team to a Super Bowl and get worked. Like, that has happened before with two of the greatest quarterbacks ever, Marino and Elway. I expect that to happen again. It's a tough matchup for the Bengals. We saw the the nine sacks that happened in, in the game against the Titans. The difference is Ryan Tannehill doesn't play for the, uh, the Los Angeles Rams. 
Matt Stafford does. And Matt Stafford's been awesome this playoffs. It's a little, little different animal. And it they could lose this game 50 to nothing, and it would take absolutely nothing away from what they've accomplished. Them just being in this game is insanity. Did they get a little lucky with a couple of their draws? For sure. But they did beat the Chiefs at Arrowhead. That's as good of a win as you humanly possible to have. Like, it doesn't get any better than that. It's that's that's the, I think the best win you could have this season. Go to Arrowhead playoff game, win the game. It's best win of the season. So you'd be like, well, Middlecoff, this is the best win of the season. Why couldn't they beat the Rams? I just don't like the matchup at all. I, I do not at all. Now, if Joe Burrow pulls it off, it would be the most miraculous win I think I've ever seen in my entire life. Even more than the Giants game when they beat them, the Patriots in 07-08, because I had witnessed the Giants go toe-to-toe. And the Giants had great defensive line. They had a really good offensive line. They had Tom Coughlin, a very well-established coach. Like, you look at the Bengals, you're like, what? How's this happening? It feels like they were like a three-man show. Some, some offensive weapons and Burrow. But if this were to happen, I, I think we would talk about it as one of the truly great, quote-unquote, stories ever. Joe Burrow resurrects this franchise, two years in, takes him to the Super Bowl. Because what's crazy is, I, and I know there have been, the Patriots were a 14-point underdog to the Rams. The Giants were a 13-point underdog to, uh, you know, to the Patriots. We've seen these big underdogs win these games. And this line is kind of moving between four, four and a half, five. But to me, that line's off. I, I've said all week, this line should be like nine points. But if Joe Burrow were to win it, he'd become like the next Joe Montana. And there's a chance that maybe he is the next Joe Montana. Joe Montana never lost a Super Bowl. But Joe Montana lost a lot of playoff games. He just didn't get to the Super Bowl every year. Right? And, and to me, are the Bengals, would the Bengals be back? But again, I, it's hard for me to wrap my head around the Bengals winning this game. I actually love the Rams betting line in the first half, minus three, and I like them to just win the game. And if they win the game, to me, Sean McVay is just, He's he's thrown his hat into the ring as just he already is a superstar in terms of fame, in terms of notoriety, in terms of what coach looks like him. But if he were to win a Super Bowl, he would just be in this level of like the world's kind of his oyster the rest of his career. You know, is he going to coach for another 20 years? Does he pivot in like 10 years and do a broadcast thing? He would kind of have this Madden type vibe. Unique personality, champion. Uh, everyone seems to like him. It's, he's an easy guy to just kind of gravitate toward. One of the truly great hires ever. I mean, they hired a 31-year-old coach that at the time, I thought it was insanity. It's I got to take the L on that one. That was the best hire the Rams have ever made. You know, you could argue that and like Kurt Warner are the best moves in franchise history. And he's been a he's been a flat out superstar from the jump, kicking ass, taking names, winning games, calling plays, scoring points. And then I, I think you'd also have to say like the buzz he's got a long way left, and they're going to extend him this offseason. But one, the Matt Stafford move, it's already like come to fruition a great move, like it's worked out perfectly. But we're, we're going to start talking about he's going to start rattling off wins. And he's going to win a lot with McVay over these next several years. Like, he's going to the Hall of Fame. Like, that would happen if he wins this game. Assuming he stays healthy moving forward and keeps just having successful seasons. 
Because it'll go back to looking at the Lions and going, it was the Lions, man. <laughs> and a lot of times, like that happens with great players. You go to shitty teams and it's hard to overcome them. There are only, like, he's not Joe Burrow. He couldn't just go to the Bengals and make them great. He's not Peyton Manning. Couldn't just go to the Colts and make them awesome. Most guys aren't. Most guys need some help. Pat Mahomes has benefited from his surroundings. Josh Allen has benefited from his surroundings. Matt Stafford clearly now benefits from his surroundings. The other thing is everyone just likes Matt Stafford. High-level guy. Easy to root for. Tough. Great skill set. And, you know, potentially Super Bowl champ. I mean, if he's Super Bowl champ, if the Rams win and blow him out and he throws a bunch of touchdowns, he's probably going to be the Super Bowl MVP. Because the likelihood, I think, 31, I heard Stucky told me this, 31 of the 55 MVPs have been quarterbacks. We just, it just, it's kind of like, you know, the actual MVP awards or the Heisman Trophy. It's just easy for quarterbacks to win this award. So, almost, I wouldn't say we'll scrub his Lions resume, but it's, uh, can no longer longer call him a stat patter. You have to just call him, you know, a great player. A great player that finally got on a really good team and started winning. And won the Super Bowl. <laughs> won the Super Bowl. Remember last year, he went to the Lions, said he wanted a trade, and they facilitated it, and he ended up with the Rams. And it was really going to be between the Rams or the 49ers. And whichever team he would have gone for, you know, his career would have turned into this. Because he was a good coach and a good organization away from being getting the respect he deserves. Now, he he battled through it this year. He had a stretch where he looked like the Lions version, turning it over, whatever. But I really think beside the throw to Tart uh, in the Niner game, he's been awesome this playoffs. I, I've always been a fan of him. He's he's earned my respect this last month. Um, I, I'm rooting for him. And then Aaron Donald. You know, I, I think he's widely considered... You know, I mean, the best defensive player in football, I would say over the last like decade, him or J.J. Watt had a little stretch. I mean, he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. He's got all these all pros, all these Pro Bowls, all the money. He's going to be a Super Bowl champ. Part of what, like when you go into that, when you get inducted at Canton and you start sitting around, you know, like John Madden said, when they close the doors, we talk to each other at night. It's what he always believed. What, what a cool line that was. Like, he gets to talk and be around the Mean Joe Greens, the Lawrence Taylors, the Reggie Whites. I mean, the greatest defensive players in the history of the sport. Ray Lewis, that's him. Dick Butkus, it's where he is. It's where he belongs. But when you get to be with those guys and have a ring, it changes your life. It changes your career. Like, part of the reason you talk about, like, Ray Lewis... Dude's won multiple Super Bowls. Lawrence Taylor, multiple Super Bowls. Ronnie Lott. People meet Ronnie Lott. He's a Super Bowl champion. Ronnie Lott. You know? That's part... And I think offense... You know, they've always said defense wins championships. And a big reason the the Rams have been so good over McVay's tenure starts with this guy. He's an unblockable ass-fucking kicker. He destroys people. And who'd I hear saying it? Someone on the radio, an NFL guy, was like, I went to the game, first time I ever called, maybe it was Mark Schlereth. He said, the first time I ever called a Rams game, you go on the field pregame and you stand by him. And Schlereth's former, you know, offensive lineman for Super Bowl teams. You go, God, he's not very big in terms of height. Like Aaron Donald, Reggie White, these guys are huge. 
Mean Joe Green, right? These guys are massive. Aaron Donald's like six feet tall. But he's just the power, the leverage. You know, I, I think he would be a sleeper MVP guy for this game. But his career, you know, Stafford still has to like kind of turn. Like we already agreed how great this guy was. Now it's just adding the pelts to the wall, adding the pelts to the wall. And here's the other thing. The, the core group of these guys, Donald, Stafford, McVeigh, Jalen Ramsey, Cooper Cup, they're all coming back. So if they win this game, like I expect them to do in a blowout fashion, get ready for, I mean, they are going to be the heavy favorites next year to win the NFC. Look at the NFC. Peyton's gone. Brady's gone. Niners going to have a rookie quarterback, unless Tom Brady goes to the 49ers. Uh, the NFC's what? Jalen Hurts, you know, Aaron Rodgers getting traded to Detroit, or not Detroit. He would never do that. He'd quit. Uh, to Denver. You see, at the Waste Management, Rodgers is there. Some dude screams out like, Aaron, come to De- come to Denver. And he's like, we'll see. Like, AKA, I'll see you soon. Like, he, he gone. He gone. So just the Rams, man. I mean, I, they are going to be in position if they win this game to be not only the heavy favorites, but be a team that we'd be like, they can win back-to-back. They're, they're going to be well-equipped. Now, their one question mark is just, if they win, does Whitworth retire? He's 40 years old. Uh, you know, what would they... They don't have any picks. Somehow they have, like, the Yankees, just an unlimited salary cap. So if you told me, yeah, they just signed some some left tackle to $25 million a year, I, I believe it, <laughs> you know? They, 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 they just able to sign everyone for unlimited money. It never makes any sense. But it feels like if they win, they'll bring Von Miller back. They'll bring Odell Beckham back. If Whitworth retires, they'll go sign a left tackle. It's like, yeah, they just uh, extend Stafford. Just money, 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 money. I guess if you can afford uh, to to build a $6 billion stadium, you can afford to uh, sign whoever the hell you want. But the Super Bowl, it's not doing that much for me. Like the buildup, I'm not really that excited for the game. But I, I am excited to watch, you know, people go into like football, just their, their football legacy I, I even kind of hate that word but just the way, way they're viewed it changes your life you know it changed Ed Ogeron's life it would change McVay Stafford Donald's life to me if Joe Burrow loses it that does it impacts him zero it, it regardless of the outcome but if he were to win this game holy shit there's no use of the hype machine that could slow the hype that would become the Joe Burrow freight train coming down the tracks of just, he should be on every single commercial. He should get all the ladies, all the money. And he took the Bengals to a Super Bowl champion. <laughs> Pretty wild. Uh, yeah. Super Bowl Sunday. Let's go. couple little notes I made uh, about Things I've seen this week, the Titans extended their general manager, John Robinson and Mike Vrabel. Uh, those guys are kicking ass and taking names. I know they lost to the Bengals, but they were the number one seed with Ryan Tannehill as their quarterback. They feel like they're just going to be a consistent playoff team. Now, can you get over the hump with Ryan Tannehill? Probably not. But are they going to be a double-digit win team every single year? And I think the Titans' ownership clearly knows how good they have it. They have two... The thing with the Belichick guys, too, like Belichick coaches fail. Belichick GMs do not. 
Jason Light, Super Bowl champ. John Robinson, longtime Belichick executive. Kicking ass, taking names. Fired malarkey after they, you know, had gone to the playoffs. Went and landed Mike Vrabel. Smartest thing he's ever done. Smartest thing he's ever done. And they're benefiting from it now. They have just a really solid team who's going to keep winning. So congrats to those guys. Uh, I, 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 I enjoy that duo, and God, they're lucky to live in Nashville. I like Brian Dable's coaching staff's pretty good. He went and got Mike Kafka from Andy Reid, who when I was with the Eagles, we drafted in the fourth round. I think right when I got hired, we had just drafted him. So really high-level, smart guy from Northwestern. Become a really, really good coach. Uh, Andy kind of turned him into like his next Matt Nagy. And smart move by Kafka. Like just go go somewhere else, learn something else. Sean McDermott was around him that one year in Philly. Uh, so maybe, I guess Sean McDermott's not with the Giants, but Dayball, I, I don't know. I don't know how those guys know each other. But he hired Wink Martindale too as defensive coordinator, who, you know, can get a little blitz happy, but is a really, really good defensive coordinator. And they're just going to need some players because I, I think their coaching staff is good. Uh, they have a bunch of picks. I know everyone thinks really highly of their general manager they hired, Joe Shane. But I give Dable credit. Kafka, Wink, Martindale. Those are two good additions. Dan Snyder, I, I, I love this, is investigating himself. It's like, uh, it'd be like you getting in trouble when you were a little kid. Be like, Mom, I'm going to go in, Dad, I'm going to go into my room and I'm going to talk. I, I, I'm going to yell at myself. You don't need to yell at me. You don't need to ground me. I'll do it. I, I got you. I, 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 I'll take, I'll, I'll discipline myself. <laughs> that, that's kind of what he's doing. Like this is, this is kind of, the whole Dan Snyder thing is just kind of a joke. I, I don't even know what to say. I, I just, it's just one thing after another. Clearly the league who doesn't have the juice, you can't just kick him out. They would give anything to remove him because it's just always something with the guy. Always something. And the franchise is so valuable to the league, given its market, given just, I know they got a new name, but the, the market is a big time market. They're just, there's always shitty under the guy. And there's just always something surrounding him. He just can never shake it for whatever reason. So he's just, he can't be that big of an idiot because he's a self-made guy that bought an NFL team, like 35 years old. But clearly he is just, something's just off with the dude. But the best part about being an NFL owner, you can kind of do whatever you want. You're like, yeah, I'll just investigate myself. Yeah, I'll turn in my text messages and we'll end up getting John Gruden fired. I'm good, though. It's He's got like 50 lives. He never gets in any trouble. The commanders, man. The commanders. Warning. This product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about an American-made success story in Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. Black Buffalo's nicotine pouches are not owned by Big Tobacco. They're an independent company proudly built right here in the USA for 21 and over adult consumers. Black Buffalo was built by dippers with decades of smokeless tobacco use. They believed the market wanted tobacco-alternative nicotine products that offered the best of both worlds. Bold flavor, full pouches. What are they made of? 
It's pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves, food-grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical-grade nicotine. Most importantly, there's no tobacco leaf or stem. All proudly made right here in the USA. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco, and want to join the Black Buffalo Herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online, and they ship directly to most states. Or check out the store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Sometimes it's a struggle between buying what you want over buying what you need. But with the Wells Fargo Active Cash credit card, you can do both. You earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you can earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. Earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like those new golf clubs you've been eyeing, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a divot repair tool for after you've torn up your lawn. Let's try that again. Earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like workout equipment for your home, and then earn 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller to soothe your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the active cash credit card. It's ready when you are. With unlimited 2% cash rewards, the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash cash. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Yokohama Tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you, or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Yokohama test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Okay, let's dive into the Middlecoff mailbag at John Middlecoff is the Instagram handle. Let's slide open. Carter. Hey, John. Love the show. Appreciate it, bro. Steelers general manager Kevin Colbert is stepping down this year after the draft. My question is, if an organization knows a GM is retiring, why wait until after the draft to find his replacement? The new GM may have a different philosophy when it comes to building a team, therefore draft other players. 
I think there was a similar situation with the Jets a few years back when they fired their GM after the draft. Very odd. Unique situation. This guy's been with the organization, I'm pretty sure, for like over 20 years. He's been the GM now for a long time. He's a pretty good drafter. So you could argue just when Kevin Colbert drafts players for your team, you're in pretty good shape. Uh, You know, the Steelers are just an old school organization. I think part of it is just, you know, the guys retiring and you're going to do him, I wouldn't say a favor, but like they, they don't operate, you know, most new businesses, I'm with you, they would kick him to the curve. But he's been with the Steelers since 2000. He's been the GM now since 2010. Uh, and he's just good at drafting. So I would agree if it was like some random GM, but this guy's an elite GM. And I'll also be stunned if they don't hire internally. So the Steelers' philosophy transcends their GM. The Steelers' philosophy starts with the Roonies. They draft certain type players because of the organization. You you mold to them. They don't mold to you. <laughs> so I, I think, uh, yeah, I don't think it matters that much. Huge fan had a quick question. Would you ever consider a potential live show at the stadium pub in Walnut Creek? Uh, yeah, I'd never say never. I, I'm not a big live show guy. You know, I'm, I'm an internet. I thrive on the internet. So uh, I, I'd go to stadium pub and drink some beers, have some cocktails. They have pretty good hot dogs there. It's like, it's basically the sports bar in the city, which I live in, which is pretty sweet. I mean, it's, it's by far our best true sports bar. Uh, but you know, live shows, I think mattered a lot like Jim Rome back in 2000. Now it's like, I don't, I don't know if they have the same value, but I would, I'd go to stadium pub and watch a game or something with Burrow making it to the Super Bowl already in his second year. Does this further the point that teams have their best shot at building a Super Bowl contender in today's NFL with a stud rookie quarterback on their first contract since he isn't stacked by any means, but they have the opportunity to pick some good guys together while Joe's on a rookie deal. Think of the Cowboys' failure to do it with Dak, Rams' ability to do it with Goff, and even Luck's time in Indy. Love the show. For sure. There's no better deal in the NFL than getting a Pro Bowl quarterback. I mean, even if he's the seventh pick or the first pick in the draft, what would you guess? I know you can't really answer me because you're listening to this and I'm talking, but let me guess what Joe Burrow is. I'm going to his contract right now, is making this season. My guess would be this year, in cash, $7 million. So I go to Joe Burrow's contract this year. Now he's making $2 million. Now part of it is because they give him you know $24 million last year and he gets amortized. Well, think about this. Next year, $3 million. The following year, $5 million. How do you beat that? You don't. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's just that simple. Y- you don't beat it. So this year... Uh, cap hit $8 million next year, $9 million the following year, $11 million doesn't just doesn't get any better. That's why with Justin Herbert, like you got to make the playoffs when he's on his rookie contract and he's playing that well, you have to make the playoffs. drives me nuts. Who is buying the Broncos and how can, how can it be Peyton Manning? I just don't think Peyton has enough money. I think the Broncos are going to go for $4 billion. So I know Peyton's got a lot of cash, but he doesn't have that much. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't, I'll be honest, I don't know any billionaires. So uh, I'm not exactly in those gossip circles. I have a question. What do you think will happen with Josh Allen next season having Brian Dayball replaced with Ken Dorsey? More importantly, 
Do you feel Brian Dayball being hired by the Giants will have any real impact on Daniel Jones given his head coach's responsibilities? I think Dayball as Jones' offensive coordinator would be a good fit. Just not sure how much of an impact Dayball will realistically have on the Giants' offense. I just don't think Daniel Jones is that good. So I, I don't... I'm not that bullish. I think they'll have another quarterback in the next 12 months as the as the quarterback for the Giants. Uh, Josh Allen, I, I think Josh Allen's just going to be sweet moving forward. I think Josh Allen is going to be an elite player, whether Ken Dorsey's coaching him, whether I'm coaching him, whether you coaching him at this point. Now, Brian deserves a ton of credit to get him to this point, but I think once you get to this point, you can kick ass, take names, and never look back. I, I think Josh Allen's going to go on a tear and become a Hall of Fame quarterback. Been listening to the pod for a bit. Appreciate it. Was listening to your Tuesday pod about the Texans hiring Lovey Smith. Do you think it is possible that the Texans front office were doing the NFL a solid by hiring an African-American to be coach? Realistically, the Texans don't have the players to sniff the playoffs. So what if it's just getting in good graces of the league type move, getting a little extra sum from the league? Your thoughts, just because the league only having one black coach has to keep the story for weeks. Yeah, I, I, I just, I don't think that, why would you're the team? I, I said this, if, if what I'd ask Casario is if you wanted to hire Josh McCown and you believed in Josh McCown, why do you care about the media backlash? Well, what does that mean? People talk shit on Twitter. I was talking to Coward about it last night. Like he sent out this tweet about Oklahoma and Oklahoma freaked out. He doesn't, he doesn't react. Who cares? It doesn't actually mean anything. If Josh McCown is going to be a good coach, hire him, and then he'll be a good coach. Like, if you don't want to hire Lovey, but are just doing it for that purpose, which I do not think happened, I think they hired Lovey because that was maybe they thought it was their best option, and maybe a little and public pressure. But I don't, I don't really know what public pressure truly means, right? Pressure is like you might lose your job, we might do, but that's not going to happen. Now, I'm not saying Casario won't keep or lose. I don't think he's going anywhere anytime soon, but I, I don't. I don't know. I, I don't know enough about like maybe he liked Lovey more than I thought, but they didn't interview Lovey from what I read till later in the process. So it's not like Lovey was even a candidate at the beginning. So maybe there is something to it. Yeah, I mean, I'm not naive enough to think that the league didn't influence, you know, their decision. But I mean, why would you ever hire a coach based on what the league wants you to do? Your job is to try to win. That's the only thing that matters. The only thing that matters. Winning and doing whatever's possible to put yourself in the best position to win. So it's it's bizarre. But I, I, I would say, yeah, it's believable for sure. Uh, I've been a diehard Falcons fan my whole life. Got season tickets for the first time this year only to watch every single home game be a loss. I think you hit the nail on the head when you said the Falcons were average as the day is long. Can you expand and share some thoughts on the Falcons? I think it's clear Matt Ryan is not probably, but it uh, is not the problem. It's not the problem, but it's also clear he's not the solution. Should the Falcons have taken Justin Fields at four this year in the draft? And what does the franchise need to do to turn it around? Uh, also, what are your thoughts on Arthur Smith as a head coach? Does the pod still go in the offseason and continue to just talk to the National Football League? <laughs> Fuck, you bet your ass it does. Uh, I would say I didn't watch that much Falcon football. I watched them when they played the Niners. I thought their defense was atrocious. So they don't have much talent on defense. So if you're not very talented on defense, you're going to give up points, right? So that's in their offense. 
with Matty Ice is not going to be prolific. So they're going to be at a below average team. Now, I, I think the coach was clearly a really good offensive coordinator, but he did a lot of his work when he had a mobile quarterback. Well, Matt Ryan can't run. Now, I don't really know if there's anyone to blame, but like Calvin Ridley just having mental health issues and disappearing and probably, I've read some stories, he's probably not going to be on the team next year, is not ideal because Calvin Ridley is clearly probably the most talented player. So you just siphon him out. Did Calvin Ridley even play a game this year? Maybe he did early in the season, but I don't think he ever came back. That's a problem. So you just you're just devoid of talent. That's he, he played. He had 31 catches, so he didn't play after October 24th. You just got you just don't have much talent. You you just need to add good players. To me, offensively, you know, Pitts. It's just hard for a tight end to just you know if tight end's the best player in your team, you probably got some issues. I I just think the Falcons are a couple years away, and the the quarterback thing. I mean, Fields didn't look great this year, but you would think him with Arthur Smith would be pretty good. I would say I, I would I'm not bullish on them in 2022. Now, big picture, if they hit a couple home runs in the draft and have a couple more good free agencies, then yeah, maybe they can turn around. Their division sucks. I mean, the Saints are going to come back to earth. The Buccaneers don't have a quarterback, and the the Panthers absolutely stink. What do you think the starting quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers this upcoming season will be? Jimmy G or a quarterback from this draft class? Steelers are going to try to win, so I, I would imagine Jimmy G is definitely in the mix. Because Jimmy G's got some issues, but I would say that he's, you know, at, at least as good, if not better, than what Roethlisberger was last year. We talk about Burrow being cool off the field, but do we think the coolness translates to players in free agency wanting to come to Cincinnati? Well, they got guys in, in free agency last year because they spent some money. If you spend money, as Costner said, you build it, they will come. You spend money, players will come in the NFL. Because it's not like baseball where only a couple teams pay. Every team can pay. It's just who's going to pay the most. And if they're willing to pay the most, that being the Bengals, they will land good players. Period, point blank, end of story. So if they keep throwing around cash, and you can do that when you have a guy on a rookie contract like Joe Burrow, they will get some guys. Question for you as a Dolphins fan. I know you're a 49ers guy. How should we feel about Mike McDaniel being the new head coach? I personally love the hire because it feels like for the first time in a long time, we have an offensive-minded guy. And even though Tua has his question marks, Mike is doubling down that he can reinvent the offense. How much did he play in the 49ers' offensive success? Because I feel like he has a line uh, or the running back power. I don't feel that Miami has the running back power or the line that the Niners have. He was Kyle Shanahan's right-hand guy. And he built the run game Monday and Tuesday. While Kyle worked on other stuff. And Debo Samuel met with them and said they met every Tuesday to go over specific plays. Mike McDaniel is an Ivy League intellect. Smart dude. Massive loss for the 49ers. No way around it. Massive loss. Now, how good is he going to be as a head coach? He's never called plays. But he has learned in front of one of the best minds in the NFL who taught him everything. The Shanahan family taught McDaniel everything he knows about NFL football. And I think he's a fun personality. He's funny, younger vibe. But I think the guy's brilliant. Now, does that translate to being a head coach? I don't know. That's a lot, right? You got to run the whole team. You got to also coordinate the offense. You got to develop and coach. There's just a lot going on. But I am now a sneaky Dolphins fan. 
I love Mike McDaniel. I think it's very exciting. You have a chance to just resurrect the offense. Now the defense, you know, could come back to earth. He knows nothing. He's not a defensive guy, right? So whoever his defensive coordinator is, um, yeah, I, I, I'm rooting for him. But you just, you know, a lot of coordinators, and I know technically he wasn't the play caller, but I, you know, I think it was they're, they're taking a swing for the fences. And sometimes you take a swing for the fences, you connect. It could be sweet. People love the guy. Love him. Juszczyk calls him a legitimate genius. Kyle Juszczyk played at Harvard, so he's also pretty smart. Swears by the guy. The 49ers players love Mike McDaniel. Love him. Now, a lot of assistant coaches have been loved and gone on and struggled. So I'm not making any grand predictions here. I just, like I said, I'm rooting for him. Enjoy the Super Bowl. Enjoy some pops. Enjoy some uh, chips and salsa. Maybe order some pizza. And uh, let's have a day. Let's go Rams because I got a lot of money on them. But if Burrow wins, we'll, we'll, we'll give him his respect. We'll give him his just due. And uh, see you guys next week. Peace. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash.